What's up, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Rebunked News. I'm throwing the, the news in there, Rebunked News. Instead of just Rebunked, I think this is Rebunked News. So I'm going to start rolling that out across the platforms. But yeah, Rebunked News, you guys. My name is Scott, coming at you live from the Last American Vagabond Studios here in historic Franklin, Tennessee. And I've got a powerful episode for you tonight. One of my all-time favorite people in the whole world is here, uh, waiting backstage very generously. Uh, and we're just going to go real quick over uh, how you can follow and support the show. So just real quick, you guys. Head over to the website, rebunk.news. Um, if, if it's your first time there, you'll see a little window that pops up so you can get on the mailing list. Make sure you get on the mailing list so that I can shoot you a notification about any live streams, um, or any other news that's going on with the show. Make sure you're on the mailing list. That's, that's a great way to stay in contact. The other great way is just uh, Telegram, t.me forward slash rebunked pod. I do have an Instagram, Twitter account, but basically Telegram and then the email list are the two best ways to stay in contact with the show. If you want to reach out to me, I'm pretty accessible on the Telegram page. Like I'm just posting all the time. You can comment. You can reach out to me directly. Um, but yeah, so t.me forward slash rebunk pod is the best way to stay up to date with the show along with the email list. Um, also on rebunk news, you'll see all the video platforms we're on. So we're streaming right now live on Rockfin and Rumble. And then later that gets uploaded to BitChute and Odyssey with the help of Matthew Raymer over at ContentSafe, contentsafe.co. If you're a content creator and you want help getting your videos out to multiple platforms, kind of like a podcast distributor, uh, like Podbean or any of those, like, like Matthew Raymer at ContentSafe does a great job of helping me optimize my workflow so I don't have to upload to multiple platforms. Um, I'm on also every single podcast player I think imaginable. So if you want to listen on the go, make sure you subscribe on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, leave a five-star review and a written review um i noticed there's a few more written reviews in there i really appreciate that i'm gonna try and highlight those here soon and then the subscribe star this is the premium content you know five bucks a month really goes a long way to help support the show we got our third subscriber i, I i'm sorry i'll get your name next time i'm sorry i forgot but uh we got our third subscriber on there so let's see if we get to four by the end of the episode i'm gonna do a better job of dropping more premium content on there you guys i know i always say that every week but it just is what it is man it's busy out here in nashville man it is busy and of course, we've got the t-shirt shop, rebunk.news forward slash shirts. We've got all kinds of new designs on there. Compliance is violence. You can't depopulate an idea. We are many, they are few. And then just the, the standard show logo. Um, by shopping here, you're not only supporting this show, but a local liberty-minded t-shirt shop in Beaverton, Oregon. Uh, Big Frog t-shirt, shout out to them. All right. Also, truthtrs.com is the sponsor. Uh, you know, It's a heavy metal detox spray that helps absorb and eliminate the heavy metals that have accumulated in your body in this toxic world. The best way that we can fight back is to optimize our health. So truthtrs.com is a great way to do that. Learn more about that. And then a new shout out. I'm just going to shout out real quick, Richard Grove and those folks over at autonomy. If you look at the episode description, there'll be a link. Okay. Autonomy. And uh, it's uh, getautonomy.info. You'll see the link. Uh, it's on autonomy unlimited in the show description. Just click on that link and see if autonomy is a good fit for you. And uh, that helps support the show too. So, all right, you guys, that is it for all of the, all the stuff, all the promotional stuff. And without further ado, I'm very, very honored to bring in my good friend, Kevin Jenkins. Kevin, how's it going, man? Hey, how are you, my friend? Thank you so much for your patience with that. I'm doing fantastic, man. I, uh, I saw you, oh, I was on the Union of the Unwanted with you last night. No, what was it? Monday night, yeah, Monday, Monday night. night. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, and we've kind of been going back and forth ever since I started this new show. We've been texting and I'm like, Kevin, I got to get you on the show. And so that was kind of the impetus. And I'm like, okay, 
I got to get well, you know, Scott, anything for you, man. Anything. I appreciate it. And I had the pleasure of meeting you <clears throat> right before I left, right before I moved out here to Nashville when, uh, when you were in Portland. So I was an honor to meet yeah. you yeah. there in person. And, uh, it's just, you know, wherever you go, uh, you bring just such a powerful message of freedom, truth, love, uh, bringing people together. Like, I just can't tell you how much I appreciate your message. Every, you know, it's just a powerful, powerful thing. So, so much has changed since we last caught up, man. Um, you know, I, I, I just, you know, you know, I had an episode, I had a, <laughs> I had a whole, uh, intro to written up here for you guys. So, you know, Kevin's a husband, father, humanitarian CEO and producer. Um, he's, he's the, the original founder of the urban global health Alliance, the uh, freedom travel Alliance, which is kind of what we've highlighted on previous episodes, but you're now the, one of the co-founders co-chairs co -chairs of the Z freedom freedom foundation. We'll get a little bit more into that, but can you give us just a brief overview of what that is? Well, it's a foundation that's focused on the truth, obviously. And Dr. Zelenko really wanted this foundation that he built to push out his legacy, to continue his legacy in the country of healing, you know, humanity, protecting humanity, building a better bridge to healthcare in this country, you know, really, you know, pushing the truth like a mantra around the world. Mm -hmm. And when he, before he passed, he called Ann Vandersill and myself um, to Florida to talk about us co-chairing this foundation, because we believe this is the foundation for the future. We are the anti, you know, I like to laugh, we are the anti-Bill Gates Foundation. And so this foundation is going to be built on renewing, you know, this planet, re, you know, replenishing the soil, reseeding the soil. How do you bring us together? How do we work on projects to build new leadership, build new business opportunities, build new more issues? I mean, help to really enhance public policy that protects our body sovereignty. So it's a combination of things. But, you know, right now, I mean, this is, I think, one of the most important things that we can be working on building an institution that's really focused on transforming this planet and really work on the things that I think is already essential, you know, for our families, our faith and our country. So I, I was really deeply honored when Dr. Zelenko asked me to be a part of this overall mission. And then after he passed away, you know, you know, the pressure is really enormous because here's a young country doctor that came out and stood out in the middle of the world and said, I'm going to fight for you. I'm going to work with you. I'm going to do everything in my power to heal not our bodies, but to heal this country. So I, I couldn't be at a better place in my, my life right now with all of the bandwidth of things I've done and my family have accomplished. This is the best place for me to be doing this work, doing God's work, you know, fulfilling his vision for the rest of the world. And I'm just deeply honored to be a part of it. And my partner, Ann Vandersteel, is just freaking dynamic. Mm. You know, we are single focused on building this foundation, making it sustainable doing all the important things that I think Dr. Zelenko wanted us to do and what he has charged us to do um, um, for the next part of our lives, I would imagine. That's amazing. And and I do have questions, you know, specifically about uh, Z Freedom Foundation. We'll get into that in a little bit. But <clears throat> I want to back it up a little bit. And uh, maybe so Dr. Zelenko, you know, he was a powerful voice in obviously the medical freedom movement. And then the last couple of years really came, really came to prominence. You know, his Zelenko protocol was uh, implemented to help save countless lives, <clears throat> you know, as as uh, early intervention protocol for the COVID situation. Right. And uh but then also not only not only that, but he really emerged as just a, such a powerful voice in being outspoken against this evil that has descended upon humanity. And he had like a, a much more uh, <clears throat> like he identified the spiritual component of the war that we're in and, and articulated it so powerfully. You know what I mean? Which made him a huge target. 
you know, and then in his last days, he had a very strong message of, you know, resistance. And, uh, and it's so amazing that, you know, he, he left this legacy in your hands, you know? And so I was kind of curious, what, what did you take away from his final, like his final message, you know, his final messages, what, what was your takeaways from that? And how are you carrying that forward in your life or with the foundation? Well, I mean, the one thing he said to us, he wanted us to spread the truth like a mantra. Um, the second thing he wanted us to do is bulldoze this this whole world and making sure people understand that we have the power. They don't have the power over us. And, you know, here's a man, you know, a country doctor. I like telling that story. Here's a country doctor that was trying to heal his patients, trying to work with his community and say, wait a minute, that's not enough. I need to go out in the public square and come up with something that I believe or we all believe or what God ordained me to understand, to come up with something to heal the body to heal the spirit, to understand that there are doctors on the planet that really care about body sovereignty and really care about not sick care, but well care. And, you know, you have to commend this young man. He's a very young man, mm -hmm. you know, and when I talk about him a lot, I try to compare him to Martin Luther King in a big way, because here are two young men that could have done anything they wanted. He could have stayed the country doctor. He could have stayed the country preacher. He could have stayed the professor, but something deep inside of them that was ordained, um, in, in their spirit um, that said they needed to do more. And by them coming out and doing more, we've learned more. We've learned to trust each other more. We've learned to trust the real good doctors more. We've learned to work together more. So all of the spirit, you know, this, this Christ-like spirit that emanates from all of us that are fighting against the tyranny of our time, you know, it really says something about how powerful God really is. And I don't think a lot of people understand that all of the bad stuff you're hearing, you need to hear, but all the good stuff you're hearing, we need to know. And I think when you know it in your heart, you know it in your mind, you know it in your spirit, you're not afraid to step out and fight against the tyranny of your time, no matter where you are. And I think that's what's happening around this country right now. People are fighting and prepared to fight against the tyranny, but this time to finally break the backs of it, because we now know what it looks like, the totality of it. It's not compartmentalized anymore. It's right there in front of you. You know, right there, the government, right there, the agencies that have been captured, right there, the government officials that have banded their constituents, right there, the corporations, the theology of hate, the theology of racism, the theology of bigotry, all of it's right there. You see who's responsible for it. You see who's pushing it. And I got to tell you something. I think Americans are waking up every day. I agree. And people that are very close to me in my life who... I almost kind of written off, had a recent conversation with, I'm not going to get any specifics, but even they're starting to come around. The ones that I thought were lost forever, you know, and, and that's brings me great joy, you know? Uh, but, but it's true. It's true. Like they've, they've completely externalized all of their methods that have been hidden this whole time. You know, I heard you talk at a recent interview about how the idea of, you know, the tyranny's always been there all of the like the subversion like all the methods that we now know that they use to subvert control and uh subjugate us they've always been doing it but it's always been hidden right you know we always thought that like the 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 newscaster what like all the walter cronkite like those are all the good guys like those are all the trusted news sources but now we know we can look back on all history and be like no they've been playing us this whole time but just only now is it apparent you know and i heard what what i heard you talk about is that like We've gotten to this point with the tyranny and even in, in the United States, the most free country in the world, like like it's it's starting to rear its ugly head in a very 
intense way because we never actually smashed out the tyranny that has risen up throughout the world. We, we, it, we were offered the perception that we had, you know, throughout history, but it's always just been this cloaked force that lives in the shadows all throughout like our, our lives, even up until very right now, but they're so desperate. They can't live in the shadows anymore. Right. Well, yeah. Well, I think the thing that we must understand is that we've been having this conversation, you know, from, you know, the early, you know, century, part of this century about recognizing tyranny. Yes. And, you know, you know, the Jewish community said, you know, Nazi Germany, never again. You know, yes. the African, you know, slave said never again. You know, what happened in Bosnia, we said never again. What happened in South Africa, we said, South Africa, we said never again. And we keep saying never again, but we keep finding ourselves back here again. Mm -hmm. And I think we keep finding ourselves back here again because we are just as culture corrupt as the people that we're fighting. We embraced all of the things that they did to us just for a little bit more comfort. And I say, I believe that this generation, this particular generation, as mixed up as we really are, and particularly my age group, I'm going to be 60, we now understand that we don't have any options. We can never let this tyranny come back again. So we have to break the back of it. And I think people like yourself, Scott, and I think people like all of us that are now coming together, we're going to finally break the backs of tyranny for good because God gave us the ability to see it all. You know, you're talking about being red pill. Oh, no, wait a minute. It's deeper than that. We've been God pilled. And he's now shown us everything that we talked about. He's shown us everything that we needed to see. And he's saying, okay, guys, what are you going to do to save the planet? What are you going to do to save humanity? What are you going to do to save your faith? What are you going to do to save your family? What are you going to do to save your children? And right now, this is the greatest challenge in history because now God is saying, I'm not destroying the earth again. I'm not going to do anything that destroys what I created. But guess what? If you don't straighten out and you don't understand that this is the most evilest time in history and that we have no choice but to break the backs of this tyranny, well, guess what? We're going to be wiped out. We're going to be replaced by machines. Mm -hmm. We're going to be continue to be punished by elected leaders that abandon us. We're going to now be tortured by the governments that have abandoned us. We're now going to be told that we can't love our families, that we cannot earn, that we cannot travel, that we cannot be be peaceful by abiding peaceful citizens. It's really scary, but I got to tell you something. I believe that Americans and people around the world are waking up. I really do. I agree. I absolutely agree. I have lots of evidence about for it in my own life. I have just evidence for it everywhere I go. Right. And maybe it's because I moved to a new state and now everybody here is like definitely of a different attitude than Oregon was, <laughs> but well, Oregon, that's, that's where the devil lives at. Yeah. Oh man, you're telling me about Oregon, it. California, Newark, mm -hmm. New Jersey, New York City, you know, Chicago, all the Democratic states, the dystopian hellholes that they will become and they will always stay because mm -hmm. I don't believe the people in those cities understand what's upon them, what's at their door, what's being planned for them. So we can only pray for them, but we have to yeah. make sure that the tribe that we're all a part of, the God tribe, the truth tribe, the family tribe, the faith tribe that we do all the things that we need to do to protect and preserve, not just our families, not just our faith, but the planet. Yeah. And, and man, I love, I love that term God pilled. That's, that's so good. That's so amazing. Like, I, I don't think I've heard that one before, you know, and you're so right. They, 
we got way too comfortable, man. Like it's that old, it's that old saying, like, you know, what is it? Like good, good times make soft men, soft men make, yeah. make hard yeah. times, hard times, you know? And, and so we're in those hard times because we got way too soft and they look at, look at culturally all of the different things that have just been slow brewing over the last several decades. Like they lulled us into sleep. Like we like, we were like a spell has been put over us. Well, right. Well, Scott, actually, I think we, we did that to ourselves. That's what I'm saying. Yes, 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 yeah. yes. We, you know, one of the things I try to get people to understand is you can't keep pointing the finger at the day crowd. Yeah. You know, we have to point the finger at ourselves. And when we do mm-hmm. that, we become a part of the, we tribe, mm-hmm. the tribe that are, that's going to work together to preserve family, faith and freedom. You know, the family that's going to tell the truth about what they've done to themselves, the family that's going to re-engineer how we educate our kids, how we grow our own foods, how we manufacture our own products, how we build a country or I should say a government that values human life. I think we have a really interesting choice to make. We don't have too many options. Either we choose the God pill or we choose the devil's pill. And you know what that looks like on the other end, the chaos we see in our country. The pain that we see in our country, the brokenness that we see in our country, the broken families that we see in our country, the lack of a lack of respect for each other that we see in our country. So I just believe in my heart that all of us and all of the people that I was talking to when I was on the show, talking to you guys the other day, we are enormously ordained for this moment. We have been touched for this moment. And I think that's how we all came together, actually. Yeah, absolutely. You know, one of the things that I've been trying to do with this new show is focus on solutions a lot. Talk about solutions. And uh, I know that you're very solution focused as well. And, uh, you know, I think that that and I know your strength and your passion is is bringing people together, you know, and I, and I think that that is the solution is building community, you know, within our communities, like getting to know each other, building trust, you know, building trust with high moral people with high morals, you know, like and just continue to cultivate that for whatever happens. Right. We need to have our own food supply, you know, food supply lines, have our own supply lines, have our own means of communication, have our own, like maybe barter and trade economies. You know what I mean? Like something that we can decentralize ourselves away from the system, our reliance on the system, you know? And, uh, and, and, and so, oh man, I lost my train of thought with there. Oh my gosh. I was was almost there with it. I was almost there with it. And so, um, yeah, but, uh, but what, you know, so what, what are your thoughts on that? Well, I regain my, 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 my thought. Here. Well, listen, right. we are at a great time in history. I think people are looking at this the wrong way. This is only my belief. You know, this had to happen. You know, we had to see all the ugliness in real time. We really had to reconcile what we have done to each other and what we've done to this country and what we've done to this world. And we now see the infrastructure they were, that they have been building on climate issues, you know, on social justice issues on race issues, on family issues. It's all anti-man, it's all anti-family, it's all anti-child, it's all Mm anti-health. Everything that they're doing is anti-life. And what we're starting to see is that there are a group of people in this country, like you and myself and all of us, that are saying, no way are we gonna let you destroy what God gave us. We're back to God again. Mm -hmm. After everything that we've learned, after all of the information that uh, that we've gotten, after all the things that we debunked, right? After all of the stuff that's happening in the last two years, it's all gotten back to one thing, our connection to God. Now, I got to tell you, when I first started on this journey, I wasn't thinking in that way. 
And then I went back and read um, Martin Luther King's letters. You know, I have, I, I'm a history buff. I can't even remember anything anymore. I can't even eloquently say anything anymore. I don't know what the hell I'm saying half of the time because I'm just overwhelmed with all the things that we're doing. But I got to tell you something. After reading Martin Luther King's letters from Birmingham and all of his work, I had to go back and reacquaint myself with all of my great leaders and all the people that I admire, like Nelson Mandela, you know, like Harry Belafonte, you know, like James Baldwin, like my parents, like my grandparents, you know, Muhammad, all of them at the end of the day, after all of their struggle, Malcolm Martin, Ida, you know, Marcus, all of them, Frederick Douglass, it all got back, back down to, it drilled down to love. It drilled down to how do we talk to each other and show each other the right level of respect so we can get to the truth. Not what they're selling us on mainstream media, not what the government is selling about stoking hate, not what, no, really, how do we find common ground to love each other and detach ourselves from all the other ugly things that we were taught, all the ugly things that taught us not to love and respect each other, all of the ugly things that have allowed us to turn over our kids to these institutions, and now our kids coming are coming back to us brainwashed, brain dead, and guess what, anti-family themselves. Mm. You know, you know, God is really giving us the ability to regenerate the soil, come up with big ideas, you know, um, and come up with things that I believe that's going to not just, you know, preserve this world, but enhance this world, yeah. you know, create the right balance in this world. So that's where I'm at personally. And I started realizing that, Scott, as I started, as I continue to travel around the country, you know, we now know that it was gain and function. Mm -hmm. We now know that it doesn't stop transmission. We now know it doesn't stop infection. We now know that it has an impact on all of young people and it will continue to have an impact on infertility and women are now, pregnant women now are losing their children. We now know everything that Pfizer, Moderna, we now know how they played this. We understand it. I could go on and on and on and on. But what God was saying to us, now you know that you know, what are you going to do about it? Yeah. And I think that people like yourself and all those podcasters yesterday, the other day we were talking to, we're all a part of this now that you know tribe that's going to do something to preserve the world. Yeah, absolutely. And and just to, to touch on what you just said there, I remember what I was driving at before. <laughs> it was the idea of detachment, right? So so what I was talking about is like building community and how that's going to be our strength and that's what's going to carry us into the next stage of this battle or whatever it's going to be, right? You know, they want us to have some sort of like hot civil war. They want us to fight them on their terms. They want us to, to, to stoke us into some like January 6th false flag event. Right. But we don't have to do any of that. We can pull back and we build our own communities, our own systems. And I've heard you also say we can detach from all of those all the evil that's in there and all the evil that they're trying to perpetuate on us. And what I heard you say that resonated so much with me on a different interview was you talked about how we can just leave them behind. We don't oh, need yeah. to like, and that, that's what I was getting at. That's what I was getting at. And that's where the solution is, is that we don't have to get bogged down in their madness. All the crap that CNN is trying to pour in our heads to keep us 
fearful, like they're going to hire 80,000 new IRS workers. So I can't have a side hustle because I'll get, I'll get thrown in jail for whatever. You know what I mean? Like they're trying to hit us with fear. They're trying to suck us down. They're trying to steal our energy to keep us in a state of fear, but we don't have to play that game. We can be over here building our community and we can literally, literally just leave them behind. Well, yeah, I don't think we should be worrying about anything they say anymore. I think we should stop listening. I, you know, I call it maximum sophisticated confusion. Mm. You know, now we're talking about the IRS. Now we're talking about Trump's, you know, the, um, their their invasion on Trump's home. That's what it was, an invasion on this man's home. Now we're talking, we're still caught up in their echo chamber. When we stop listening to them, we win. When we stop embracing what they are introducing to us, this new level of fear, we win. When we go back to basics and find God, we win. When we go back and reclaim our families, reclaim our daughters and sons, we win. When we start working with each other outside of this negative race narrative and this class narrative about how we come together to build a better country and how do we come together to build a better world for our children, we win. When we stop going into these churches where they're talking about Jesus, but they're zooming in Jesus one day and then taking the devil's money the next day, we win when we stop rising up. When we start rising up against that, we win. So I don't listen to anything negative anymore. I laugh. As a matter of fact, Scott, I actually laugh at it because yeah. it is so absurd that even if you're not in my tribe, you understand that these are diabolical times and that this government is anti-God. This government is anti-family. This government is anti-children. But here's the problem. If the government is anti all of that, that means we are because we fund the government. Mm -hmm. We vote them in. So we are just as bad as those people. We vote them in. Mm -hmm. And then you'll hear people still say, well, the reason I voted for him because the other guy couldn't win. Well, you lost already by that kind of thinking. The reason why I took the experimental biologic is because I wanted to travel. Well, you lost. You on the other side. The reason why I took the experimental biologic because I, I listened to Fauci over God. Where you lost, you on the other side. The reason why I told my mother and father that they had to take an experimental biologic was because, because I wanted to protect my child, the child that has the most perfect, elegant, elegant uh, um, immune system in the world. You lose. You lose. The people that say I lost all of my friends because I didn't take the experimental biologic, you're free. And, you, and that's what we need to be talking about. So every time you turn on your TV and you hear about Ukraine and you hear about Indonesia and you hear about Russia and you hear about, it's all maximum sophisticated confusion. Because the only thing you should be concerned about is preserving life. Mm -hmm. The only thing you should be concerned about is connecting back to something greater than yourself. The only thing you should be concerned about is preserving this constitutional republic. That's the only thing, because when we lose all of that, we lose everything. Yeah. And and having hope, you know, they want to steal our hope. They want to have it. They steal our dreams. Right. Like I have big dreams. Something I've been hearing uh, <laughs> referred to lately is like they've got an agenda 2030. I have an agenda 2032. What do you think about that? I have plans for the next few years. I'm doing big things. I don't know about you, but I'm not just going to sit around and wait for them to, to stick a chip in my head and put me in a smart city and say, hey, that's it. Here's your little universal basic income and have a nice life. Ain't going to happen. <laughs> well, the thing that's saving the world right now, unfortunately, fortunately, I should say, is people like yourself. You know, I got to tell you, I don't think all of the things that they have planned for digital currency and social credit score and 
trying to take out guns and try to further dismantle the family. Now they're attacking the natural woman. Now they're trying to distort who our children are. All of it is by design. Oh, yeah. It is by design because God wanted us to see all of it. Now it is our responsibility to react accordingly, to reestablish God as the epicenter of all, to reestablish the importance of family, to reestablish the importance of being a man and a woman, to reestablish the fact that our children should be children. They should not be prodded. They should not be poisoned. They should not be commodity for somebody else's wealth. This is what this is the challenge. This is a great challenge now. And I think that we're up for it because think about it. Two years ago, when they tried to lock us down and try to destroy our businesses, people went home and started doing homework and they started talking to each other more. Then they started connecting to me and you and all of the other people on the planet. Then they started listening more. Now they're saying, wait a minute. Wait one second. Those people, those conspiracy theorists that are now 12 and 0, as of next week would be 15 and 0, <laughs> they were saying something that we should have been listening to. We've lost our loved ones in these hospitals. We now have had doctors that took a Hippocratic oath lie to us every day. We now have an industry that believes that they need to be our God to rewrite the DNA of our faith. So what in the hell are y'all talking about? I mean, anybody that is still trying to figure out what these people are doing to us or wholesaling that is fear every day, well, they're anti what we're trying to accomplish. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and good luck to them. You know, I don't, I'm just going to let them do what they're going to do. We're going to be over here thriving. I mean, that is the goal. That is the goal. So, all right. So I want to shift gears a little bit here. So I do, I have it here. So this is, um, this is your foundation here. This is the Z Freedom Foundation. Let's let's talk a little bit more about what Z Freedom Foundation Z Freedom Foundation is. Now, my understanding, and correct me if I'm wrong here, but basically it's a it's a basically your it's an incubator for other liberty freedom minded projects, initiatives, things like that, right? Well, no, actually, it's okay. a, a brainchild of Dr. Zelenko. Okay, Dr. Zelenko was very concerned about not just his legacy, but the work that needed to continue to restore faith, not only in the medical field or the scientific field, but in a whole world, like to really build faith again in each other. And he wanted to build this foundation to talk about how do we build new leadership in this country. So that's why we're building out the Zelenko Fellows. There's going to be an announcement in the next couple of weeks where we're working with six to seven young people in this country and building a fellowship program called the Zelenko Fellows. The next phase of that is incubating businesses, biotech businesses, businesses that are focused on healing life and enhancing life and not destroying life or controlling life. So incubating businesses is going to be very, very critical with our Zelenko Fellows. And moving beyond that, we're going to be looking at how do we change the landscape of education in this country? How do we create a place where kids can go and critically think get back to basics, get back to how we socialize with each other, get back to what education really was all about, preparing and educating effective human capital to compete in a global market, but not in a negative way to sequester our voices, to trap us in the fear or to operate on greed, but to come up with a strategy to educate children, to understand that they have a better place, they have a better role to play in the world. And think about that from a public policy perspective, from the uh, the doctor's roundtable that we're going to be pushing out in the next couple of months. 
we have our uh, we have a lot that we're doing and we're making sure that we keep all of the principles and values and we keep a moral code to be a part of this foundation that will allow us to be a big differential in this chaotic world that we live in right now. So the Zelenko Freedom Foundation is all about trust, all about family, all about faith, all about creating the right constructs, I believe, that will help us to restore some faith in our government, restore some faith in our educational community, restore some faith in our communities you know, itself, and restore some faith in mankind. So this foundation is about building the bridge to the future, you know, building a bridge to the future where we will all live in a world without segregation, without bigotry, without hatred, without this negative race narrative, you know, a world where we can sit down and talk about things and come up with strategies to make the world a better place. So the Zelenko Freedom Foundation is pivotal. It's going to play a pivotal role in transforming the world and, and learning from all the things that I've learned over the last two years and Anne has learned over the last two years and making sure that we have the right spirit, the right focus, the right commitment to fulfill um, what Dr. Zelenko wanted to have happen. And, you know, he was very God-centered when he passed. He was very single-focused when he passed. So I know God embraced him immediately, you know, because his energy and his light was so brilliant, you know. And when I met him that day, he was like, look, I know I'm dying, but look, I still have work to do. Look, I want you, both of you, to help me to, you know, extend and build on that work. I want both of you to spread the truth like a mantra. I want both of you to help me to build an institution that will be able to transform and plant and generate, I should say, plant new seeds for the future and come up with big ideas that change the world. And our foundation, I believe, is primed for that. Wow, that sounds amazing. So what would be, like, let's say you're, if you, like, let's say you had all the funding you needed and you had all the help you needed, like, what would be your vision for, say, five years down the road? Like, would we have actual universities training kids are we going to have well, like well, uh, I would like to I would like to have at least 2000 fellows coming through our organization and being developed as future leaders for um, this country I would like for us to have had several incubating businesses where we not only are transforming this this country from a biotech perspective from a technology perspective from a health perspective and education perspective but that we have institutionalized it institutionalized great change in this country through those particular structures that we're talking about building out. And I, I just got to tell you, I think that the whole concept of building a foundation on those principles mm -hmm. gives us, I mean, the value added on that is enormous. Yeah, definitely. So what, what type of uh, focus are you uh, initially looking at in the biomedical realm? Like, what does that look like? Well, right now we're interviewing a number of biotech companies um, that we're interested in incubating um, some of their businesses. We have a lot of key um, supporters of this institution that are interested in that. So we thought from, you know, the, the Zelenko fellows to incubating businesses, to education, to public policy, all of those things are wrapped in tight together. So, you know, from a public policy perspective, we're talking about really going in and challenging in a positive way, talking to legislators in the country about embracing some new thought process about how we heal our country, not only spiritually, but physically, yeah. you know, not and, and mentally. I mean, because we have done a bad job. We've done a terrible job on ourselves in this country. Yeah. And so the idea being, a, let's let's let 
the Z Freedom Foundation get to them before like NQTEL does, right? That's you familiar, right. You familiar with NQTEL? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so they're they're the ones that are out scouring the startups that have potentially, you know, promising, I don't know, technology that they can incorporate into their demonic system. So we need to like cut them off at the past, right? And then absorb these new up and coming organizations. Like, hey, come to the light side, you know. Let me let's let's God pill these. Uh, well, I got to tell you, I don't think any of those people that chose the dark side are, is coming back. I, uh, I I think that you know a lot of them are embarrassed now because the truth is coming out. Mm. A lot of them, I, I I truly believe, have contempt for the truth. You know, warriors of this country. I think a lot of them don't mind the chaos that's going on because it cloaks their fear from everyone. It cloaks what they're participating in. I, I think what we should all be worried about is staying in prayer, staying focused, reconnecting with each other, starting to communicate with each other, starting to work with each other about how not, not how we restore this country, but how we build this country where a place where we can all live and thrive and, and, and share our values and our family values and our faith values and, and do the things that God ordained us to do. We've given all of our power to these agencies. Mm -hmm. You know, we've given all of our power to the government. We've given all of our power to our local. What? That was never supposed to be the deal. And, uh, and we, have to get, we have to get back to basics and change that. And we don't have a lot of time. You know, we have to do it every day. People always ask me, my God, Kevin, you traveled 350,000 miles. My, my question is, well, what the hell did you think I was going to do? What did you think we were supposed to do? We need to be everywhere. If you're in a pizza parlor in Arizona, you know, if you're just walking a park in Tennessee, you know, if you're having a coffee clutch, you know, in Detroit, we have to be everywhere. This battle is not for the fainthearted. This is not a feel good battle. You know, this is a battle about preserving and preserving humanity, protecting our children from these evil, evil, evil human beings that want to wipe out what the world looks like by killing our children. So for me, I look at it that way. Yeah. Man. Yeah. You're so right. Like this, this very deliberate attack on the children. Like that's just like the most mind blowing thing I could possibly imagine. And it's like, like talk about just, you know, now that I've educated myself about like what big pharma has been doing behind the scenes with their vaccine protocols for decades, you know, now that I realize, man, this attack against the children has been in place for so long, but now it's just wide out in the open, just like everything else. Well, any parent that takes their kid to take an experimental biologic, you know, I hate to say, you know, you're, you're abusing your child. Yeah. You're destroying your child's future because of your fear or because or, or because you're a part of the, the cult. It's really interesting. Everything they say about Trumpsters or make America great again and all those people. Well, guess what? Those people are not pushing mandatory experimental biologics. Those people are not coercing you take the experimental biologic. And if not, you lose your job. Those people are not have not enriched. Big Pharma to the tune of 54 billion. It's going to probably be up to 100 billion with taxpayers' money. And that's something that Trump has to deal with. Trump oh, yeah. has to come clean on that. He's not going to be able to just run for president and not come clean on that. Oh, yeah. I'm totally off the train, <laughs> off the train completely. Like, I, that, that's unacceptable, man. Yeah. Now, you know, he's got to come out and say, hey, wait a minute. What yeah. I thought I was wrong and really show the people in the world that he's willing to correct that. Because everything that Dr. Pen Tim Penny said, everything that Dr. Mikovic said, everything that Larry Pileski said, everything that McCullough, everything that my, I mean, I could go on. Yeah. Every person that I know in this planet that have put their lives up, Dr. Northrop, my dear friend, mm. 
Mm. You know, I mean, all of them. I could go on and on and on and on. What about the teacher? What about the doctor? What about the nurse? What about the parent? What about the individual fireman? What about all of those people that have stood up for our body sovereignty and stood up for this country and stood up for their families and stood up for God? We need to be rewarding them and helping them every day. Absolutely. Absolutely. Dr. Northrop works 24 hours a day. Mm -hmm. You know, Bobby Kennedy, yourself, I can go on. I mean, you, you're talking about a tribe of very unique individuals that we should all be happy that we're all working together to um, build a new world. Yeah. I'm grateful for having the discernment from the very beginning. You know, I don't know why that is, you know, but I know why I told you why I told you why. Yeah. I told you because when you were born at that moment, at that time, at that second, as the sun was rising in the morning or descending in the evening, God put something inside you for this moment, for this second, for this time. And that's why you have no fear. And that's why you continue to keep working. And that's why you continue to keep sacrificing. Even though you might be in pain, even though you might be upset sometimes, God will always be there for you because God rewards courage. Totally. And you know, the biggest reason why I am not afraid and the biggest reason why I have hope and the reason why I'm not blackpilled into oblivion is the fact that I've taken this information that I've learned and I've gone out there into the real world. And I'm, I'm not just like sitting on my thing, sharing bit shoot videos. Like I'm actually out in the world, like building community and actually making strides towards autonomy and actually doing things. You know what I mean? Like, and so like, like if we just sit here and just absorb this information without actually taking the next step and taking, putting it into action, then we are going to suffer and we are going to fall into the trap and we are more susceptible to being, uh, you know, subverted from either side. Cause I feel like there is bad stuff happening on both quote unquote sides. Right. You know, and, and getting sucked into that, but we have to like recognize that for what it is, take this information into the real world. And, and like what you've done, Kevin, like literally like 350,000 miles, you've traveled the country, like speaking to like hundreds of thousands, maybe millions of people. And well, I guarantee millions of people because your message is so powerful that those people go home after seeing you at a rally and they go to share with their family members and it reverberates that energy reverberates and affects millions of people's lives. You know what I mean? So out of you know when when I say like going out in the real world and taking this information like no one's done that better than you I would have to say that for sure so well I mean it's like you know one of the things I didn't mention about the Zelenko Freedom Foundation we're going to be focused on building new communities all around this country yes that's it you know we're going to be talking to the greatest doctors of our time about how do we you know move from sick care to well care yeah we're going to be talking about how do we build efficient housing for young people to thrive and not be involved in a, or living in a community where toxic all the toxicity of what we know on this earth is right there on that on that soil. We really are going to take real, real leadership in those spaces at the Zelenko Freedom Foundation. And yeah. I'm just so proud to be a part of it. Just think about it. Four weeks ago, it was an idea by Dr. Zelenko, and now it's a reality. Our website is coming out next week. Our, mm. We just uh, we just received our first one hundred thousand dollar donation. Amazing. Uh, we're doing a major gala in um, Doral, Antonia, and um, Miami. We'll be getting ready to give out the first Zelenko Freedom Award of its kind. You know, right now we're talking about building out our fellowship program. We now are working in conjunction with ZStack, who is now giving us ten percent of um, what they earned for the foundation to keep us sustainable. We now have an opportunity where the world can now donate to the foundation and help us to build out all the things that we're working on right now. And it's just not in defense of what's happening. 
It's a reaction to what God wants us to do. Yeah, that's amazing, man. And well, and as we move forward here, like if there's anything you, I could ever do to help, if you ever need a platform or anything, please, please, please let me know. I'm more than happy to help, you know, and, and I've been talking about this a lot. So back to just, again, I just can't stop talking about the idea of building community. You know what I mean? Like all the listeners listening to this, you know, whether they're listening live over on Rockfin, shout out to everybody over there. We got Adis, Choir Boy. Adis is a big fan. Uh, he wanted me to say hello to you. All right. Have a hi. Oh, Modern Retro Radio. If you're out running around, check out modernretroradio.com. That's his radio station. It's okay, make, make sure you send it to me. And I will check okay. it out. I will, I will, I will. Uh, but, um, you know, also, you know, it's hard because the, I don't know, the quote unquote, the left, right? They're so good at community organizing, about organizing and, and building up these institutions, right? And I feel like that's part of the failure that we've had is like, no, you know, I don't think that's the case at all. Okay. I, I would, no, I'm a political person. I grew up yeah. in a political family. My family, we're developers. We understand how this works from soup to nuts. We know inside government at the state, national, local, regional levels. We understand it. Here's the problem, right? When you say that, right, you're saying they are smarter than we are. Yeah, They're true. not smarter than we I don't want to say that, yeah. They are much more evil than we could ever imagine. We're just yeah. not evil people. We want everybody to live their lives based on what they believe their values and their morals are and their principles are. These people, right, are anti-life. Mm -hmm. So you will never get up in the morning and, and, and agree to be anti-life unless you're crazy, unless you're a part of a cult, unless you don't believe anything greater than yourself. So to give them credit for organizing better than us, no. What they're doing is they already have a group of minions that are anti-life, anti-family, anti-community, anti-order. And now they are now pushing us to the wall because mm -hmm. they believe that we were in a weak state. But they never thought, Scott, you were going to be around. They never thought that all of the people that are listening um, to your show tonight was going to be around. They never thought a black ball head guy from New Jersey that grew up in the system, that understood the system, that was enriched by the system and understood what they were attempting to do was going to fight back and join the ranks or join the tribe of God as opposed to joining the tribe of evil. So, no, they, they were not smart. They didn't outsmart us. Mm -hmm. Something just happened where we all just started paying attention. Now they're running scared. That's yeah. why monkeypox is a, a right upon us now. Oh, that's God. why all of these evil things are happening. That's why what they did to Trump, that's what they're doing to regular citizens, what they're doing to parents, what they're doing. Guess what? They're going to lose. Yeah. They're not going to win because yeah. you and I are never going to settle for slavery. No. We will never do it. And I hate to use the word win. We're going to finally break the backs of tyranny forever. Yes. Because we see it all now. And that's what people need to get in touch with. That God has revealed it all now, not in silos, everything. Yeah. And their and their only tool. Okay, so yeah, so you're you're 100 percent right. They've captured the institutions, they've captured every single institution, which gives the perception of them having the organizational strategic right. ability to run roughshod over us. But if it was an even playing field, if there wasn't deplatforming, if there wasn't censorship, if the White House wasn't coming up with these crazy lists like the disinformation dozen, <laughs> right? Well, 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 but, think about this for a second. Yeah, yeah. Think about this for a second. Everything that they've done thus far strengthened us. Yeah. Everything ah. that they've said, right, we've heard loud and clear. Everything that they're doing now, we understand that the fear they wanted us to be entrapped in, they're now entrapped in. Right now, there are people in UK. Now there's people in Brazil. Now there's people in Europe. 
Now there's people everywhere in the world saying, oh, wait a minute. We're going to stand up for life. We're going to stand up for family. We're going to stand up for our faith. And we're going to stand up for our sovereignty no matter where we live. They are losing the battle. But the only way they continue to lose if we start to capture the essence of what God wanted this planet to be about. Mm -hmm. The big idea. And I, I, I just believe that now after traveling so long, Scott, I got to tell you, I just believe that people on the planet, people, th this tribe that we're all a part of, right? Where we draw on all of the great stuff that we've learned from all of the great people that have sacrificed their lives, all of the people in the great spiritual books of our time. They said that you have to fight evil in real time. And guess what? If you do it, God will reward you. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think in all of the pain that we're suffering, all of the financial issues that have been happening in all of our lives, guess what? Doors just open up every damn day because we are now locking arms together and becoming one big universal family to fight against the tyranny of our time. Absolutely. And so, so yeah, without getting to like what they're doing, like, like, okay, let's focus on what we're doing. That's, that's, that's where I was trying to get at. You know, I got you. and it's like, and it's like, here's the thing. It's like, you know, I, again, I feel like building community is the most important thing. Like I go to meetups in real life of listeners of other shows. Like if there's a, there's, there's certain podcasts, like multiple podcasts that I like that actually organize in-person meetups in person. So you go and you go and you meet up with other people and you just automatically get along because you just automatically know that they're on the same level, yeah. you know, like the no agenda podcast. I've been to several of those meetups. You know what I mean? And anyway, the whole thing is just like, uh, that's, that's, that's our community, right? When you go to these rallies, when you have like thousands of people at a rally, like that's our community. That's the people that are, are going to be that are going to have our backs just inherently because we have that similar just just, uh, you know, we have the similar value of freedom and liberty. Right. You know, I, I'm, I'm a person in recovery. Right. Twelve step recovery. I do that all the time. So when I walk into a meeting, I automatically have something in common with every single person in that meeting even though i don't know them you know what i mean it's like this thing that bridges the gap and brings us together we can like connect on an empathetic level but then at the end of a rally we all kind of just go home and we go about our lives you know like how do we bridge that gap and bring those people together so that we start having meetups like smaller meetups with those people and start building interlocking like communities that interlock with this little group over here you know how do we take that next step of gathering but then cultivating those relationships once we are are in the space together what would be your thoughts on that well just do it yeah Shit. <laughs> just go and lock arms and go talk to each other and don't pass judgment on each other and yeah. try to find some common ground and majority of the people that you're coming in contact with they're about love they're about respect they're about family they're about truth they're about you know whatever their god connection is they're about that and that's why our tribe is so unique because it's the essence of it is just powerful. The, the whole, the mere fact that all of us were someplace else on the planet two years ago, mm -hmm. and now we're together two years later. What, is that not incredible? Mm -hmm. I mean, the, the, are you really understanding the magical moment that we're in right now? Do you understand that God is saying, oh my God, I do have a tribe out there that's willing to fight for humanity, fight for children, fight for the truth. And you don't get that through church. You get that by finding God, your God consciousness.
When you find your God consciousness, you find your God courage. When you see God's face for the truth, you then understand what God courage really is all about. Mm. And God courage is about sacrifice. Mm. Yeah. Keep going. Like, tell me, tell me more about God courage. That's the title of the episode. And I know that's like my favorite thing that, that you talk about, but like, well, God courage is all about find, you know, connecting to your God consciousness and seeking God's face for the right answer. And when you seek God's face for the right answer, that's when you do find your God courage because God will whisper in your ear. And if you are dialed in, you will hear the whisper as subtle as it is, you will hear it and you will know it is when we don't listen to that whisper is when we are on the other side, when we absorb the negative, when we absorb the evil, when we are anti-life, we are anti-children, that we are pro the corporatocracy, we are pro totalitarianism, we are pro fascism, fascism. We're pro. Those are the people that are not dialed into their God consciousness. Yeah, definitely. Those are the people that will kill each other, will lie on each other, will distort the truth will get on national news and lie and, and engage in propaganda to destroy the confidence of the people in this country and these institutions now that we, now that we all know now they've been captured. Yeah, Think yeah. about that. Yeah. So the CDC, the FDA, you know, um, OSHA, um, the federal government, all of the departments of the federal government, the judicial system, um, World Health Organization, a, a World Health Organization, um, the World Economic Forum, Bill Gates. So we can go rock. We could go on and on. That tribe works for the devil. We work for God. And that is why they hate us so much. That's why they wanted to censor us. That's why they want to arrest us. That's why they want to criminalize us. That's why they want to humiliate us. That's why they are trying to destroy us. And it will never, ever, ever happen amen amen and i think one of the misconceptions too about just the word courage itself you know i think at maybe some people think courage <clears throat> means no fear like a lack of fear oh i don't i'm not afraid of that so i'm gonna go do it courage actually means being scared to death but doing it anyway and being Sorry. confronted with like like being afraid and and whatever that is that 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 whisper or that that thing that's telling you to go forward a lot of times that's steering us towards like resistance right uh, that's what got us into this mess in the first place is the fact that we have for so long taken the path of east res least resistance we've taken the easy way we've taken uh the softer way we've taken the way that's most convenient but a lot of times that whisper that whisper of god that whisper of truth that whisper of honesty sometimes steers us towards the path of more resistance i actually have to put a little bit more effort into this i actually have to do something that i don't necessarily want to do that's in alignment with what is true you know, I see that all the time, you know, and then the, 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 the easy path and, and the less painful path is sometimes the easy way or the path where I can just numb it all out. Sometimes that's the, the, the more enticing way. But no, I have to go over here and I have to walk through whatever it is that's trying to prevent me from going down this path. Right. That's what courage is. That's what courage is right there. Well, yeah. well I think that right now um, things are looking good. Yeah. I really do. I know you turn on your TV and you're like, oh, my God, oh, my God. Or if you listen to even some of the people in our tribe, oh, my God, oh, my God. So if you know they're trying to revamp the monetary system and put us on a social credit score, you know, and get rid of the fiat, you know, uh, dollar. Well, if you know that, what are you doing about it? If you know that they are now trying to gender appropriate our children in public schools and uh, what do you want to do about it? 
I mean, at the end of the day, it's about doing something about it. It's not about continuing to talk about what they're doing, because the more time you spend doing that, you're not doing what God wants us to do. Mm -hmm. And I'm staying right there with that. I'm never deviating away from that ever again in my life, because the more that I grab onto my God consciousness and understand it, the more I demonstrate God courage, the more I get to see it all. You know, and um, we don't have a lot of time, but, you know, it's all in God's time. And I, I want to just say that all of us are evangelists, you know, for truth now. We're an evangelist. We're all evangelists now. I never thought in a million damn years that I would be an evangelist doing this kind of work, trying to spread the good news. And, you know, and even if I did think about it, who wants to embrace that? We just want to make some money, raise our families and do what we want to do. But the family I grew up in, you know, they were very, very unique. And, and I've learned a lot about not the word social justice, but what real God justice is all about. Social mm. justice is a marketing tool, but God justice is something completely different. Mm. Yeah, man. I feel like the great universal realignment is happening right before our eyes, man. And I really hope that, uh, you know, you're on the forefront of it. You know, I've, I've honestly feel like Dr. Zelenko would be very proud of you right now and then what you're doing. And then we have lots of hope for, uh, you know, the good in the world that you're about to bring about, you know, it's so inspiring, man. And like, I, like, I just would, you know, anything I can do to help, let me know, let me know. Well, you're helping us already yeah. by doing the work that you're doing. Yeah. Can continue to spread the word about the um, Zelenko Freedom Foundation. Totally. Um, please, I'm asking everyone to come and contribute to us because this is going to be a long, you know, journey to create the sustainable institutions that that's focused on truth, that's focused on new leadership, that's focused on incubating businesses, that's focused on really driving real effective public policy, that's focused on, you know, you know, keeping God in the center of all the things that we do. And we have a new website that's going to be launched next week, but you can cool. go onto this website now and support us and become a Zelenko Freedom Fighter, which I love. And, you know, our fundraisers in November is going to be phenomenal. The first Zelenko Freedom Award. This is going to eclipse the Nobel Peace Prize, which is all about giving awards to people that murder and kill. This is about an award that gives, we're going to give to people that are spreading the good gospel and doing God's work. Yeah, yeah. Nobel was not a good guy. He was just like, he's not even a good guy. So there you go. Yeah, you guys. So there's a call to action here. Please go to it's Freedom, zfreedomfoundation.com. You know, you can register for the mailing list here at the top, it looks like. And yep, then they've yep. got uh, donation options down at the bottom. Yep. You know, please make sure you stay, you know, up to date with the things that are going on here. Um, <clears throat> Kevin, is there anything else? Like, I know you're very prolific and have your many irons in the fire with all your organizations that you've helped help start. Is there anything else you want to promote and plug? And well, no, I just want us to, you know, learn how to love each other more and be respectful and start to con continue to keep doing what we just keep doing with what you're doing. Like tomorrow morning, get at the edge of your bed and take one deep breath and take as many as you want. Inhale God and exhale fear and go out and save the world. Wow. Yeah. You heard it right here, folks. Go out there and save the world, man. And we all, we're all, and we all have, you know, like, like all of us, you know, we all listen to podcasts. We like podcasts. I imagine if you're here, but you know, we all have different strengths. We all have different gifts. 
you know, uh, my buddy, uh, Adam in infinitum, right. He's, I was talking to him and he, he's, he's, he's like, Oh, I love the behind the scenes stuff. Like I like to do the behind the scenes stuff. I like to promote other people's shows. You know, I was like, when are you going to start your podcast? He's like, Oh no, man, I just like promoting in the background. We all have our unique talents that bring us to the table that, that, that together synergistically, we take that and we, we spout it out into the world. And then Kevin's a great public speaker and he motivates and fires up people to then go out and take their gifts and their unique talents and, and share that with the world. And, and because of we have all that together, we're definitely, definitely going to, uh, you know, dig ourselves out of this and leave a better future for our, for our children, man. Like it's, it's, it's up to us, man. It's up to us. Like it's, they're, they're going to push and they're going to do all the crazy things. And maybe it's just a matter of just surviving. We might have to just survive whatever it is they have in store. But at the end of the day, man, we're going to be thriving at the other side of this and we, and we can thrive on the way there too, you know? So without question, without question. Yeah. Right on. Well, shoot you guys. So Z freedom foundation.com. Kevin, any, anything else? No, I love you, Scott. Anytime you yeah. want to talk, let's call me. You know where I'm at. I you do. know, we're going to be living down in Florida. So I'm down here now for the month and working on the stuff that I have to get done. But listen, you know, it's up to us to save the world, save the planet, save our children to correct all of the damage that we're responsible for. So take your deep breath tomorrow morning at the edge of your bed. Go look at yourself in the mirror and admit that we all played a role in this. Then inhale God and exhale fear. And then go out of that bathroom or wherever you are and go hug your family members and tell them that we have a job to do to save the planet for our children. Amen. All right. Well, Kevin Jenkins, everybody, thank you so much. Brother. Uh, take care and I'll talk to you soon. All right, buddy. Talk to you soon. All right. Peace.